So you cannot sleep with me unless you are married? Look, I'll sleep with you if you want. I'll sleep right There's there. There's plenty of room. No, all right, fine. I'll sleep there. I mean, there. it's up to no, you. No, I'm, I'm making the choice. I'm making the choice. I'll come over there. Okay. 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 <clears throat> you know, uh, where I come from, I'm, I'm not average. You know, being a spy, I have to have a certain amount of uh, vigor. Um, have you ever met a man before? Do you, uh, you know, what about your father? I have no father. My mother sculpted me from clay, and I was brought alive by Zeus. Well, that's neat. Uh, where I come from, babies are made differently. You are referring to reproductive biology? Yes, yes. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know all about that. Well, I, ref I refer to that and, and to, to other things. Pleasures of the flesh? Do you know about that? Yes. I've read all 12 volumes of Cleo's treatises on bodily pleasure. All, all 12, huh? Did you bring any of those with you? You wouldn't be interested. Why not? They came to the conclusion that men are essential for procreation, but when it comes to pleasure, unnecessary. No, no! <laughs> Come on! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room! You can't handle the truth! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Make my day. Best day we wore here. That's bright. Fuckers. Everybody on? Good. Great. Great. Wonderful. I don't know. What is happening? What is happening? <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> hey. You know what's happening? Wake up. Wake up. What's happening is this is Facing Off. Uh, Facing Off is a podcast brought to you by the, the two people here and our third person who is a guest here at the podcast, which is Facing Off, which is the podcast you're listening to now. I'm Nick. That is Gabe. This is... Layla. Hello. Layla. Wow. Layla's back. That worked out. You know, I thought there was a really good chance when I pointed at the computer, you weren't going to notice I was, I was like, oh, I saw you, Layla, but I that's good. You. She was ready. Layla, Layla, welcome back. We're so happy to have you. Thanks for having me, guys. Are you so ready excited. to, um, you're review? our token woman to have on podcasts about <laughs> movies that wasn't going to say it, but, uh, I think no, it needs to be pointed out. <laughs> yeah, we got to point it out. There's an elephant in the room, a female elephant. Uh, <laughs> but, anyways, uh, yeah, you excited to do these two movies, Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Are you ready I to compare and contrast. Absolutely. I mean, I've been waiting for, I'm a huge comic book and like Marvel DC fan in general. And I've been waiting for female led films for absolutely forever. So I'm for way too way long. Too long. For so your entire lifetime and the lifetimes of others. Them. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, happy to have you back. Nick, uh, why don't you tell us what these two movies are about? Because I, I don't know what I want. You're watched. not sure? Well, they're about a woman named Captain Marvel and a woman named Wonder Woman. Um, Captain Marvel is the story of Veers, a super-powered intergalactic Kree warrior with a mysterious past. After a botched mission attempting to take out some uh, shape-shifting scrolls, Veers is stranded on Earth. There, she meets Nick Fury, displays for him her super abilities, and tracks down the Skrulls that have infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. However, Veers and Fury discover that Veers is actually a human imbued with superpowered abilities after taking the full force 
of I'm an a star boy. I've <laughs> taken the full force of an exploding tesseract engine invented by her late mentor, who was a Cree the whole time. Oh, and in a classic reversal of roles, the Crees are actually the bad guys, and the Skrulls are actually the Whoa, good what? guys, just searching for a new home free of persecution. Uh, Carol Danvers, as we find out is Veers' real name, reunites with her old pal, rediscovers her past, realizes the full extent of her insanely um, overpowered powers, and defeats her Kree mentor before uh, she also blows up an entire Kree spaceship casually and sends the rest of the Kree, including Ronan the Accuser, packing. Wow, that sounds like quite the movie I wish I watched. It is quite the tale. Wonder Woman also... Is a tale, and it is a tale of Diana, an Amazon warrior princess with a mysterious origin story. A mysterious origin story. Diana meets a human man, played by Chris Pine, who is above average, and follows mm-hmm. him to end World War II and stop Definitely. Ares, the god of war, from perpetuating violence and war uh, across the world. Along the way, she discovers how hot Chris Pine is, how shitty humans can be to one another, helps the good humans defeat the bad humans, stops a woman nicknamed Dr. Poison from poisoning, yeah. uh, and eventually learns the origin of her own awesome powers. She is half God, half Amazon, I think, but all yes. woman, baby. Uh, <laughs> she defeats Ares after she reveals him uh, after he reveals himself to have been uh, her and Chris Pine's ally for most of the movie, and then uh, gets, uh, and then he gets all sexy and metallic, uh, but she powers up, and then her guitar theme plays, and then the CGI kicks in, and she just kicks major ass. Uh, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, Chris Pine dies. He flies into this. He flies into space and explodes. Oh my god! Spoiler. Fascinating. Um, wow. I or wish I watched he? these movies. Those sound really interesting. Said the people that hadn't seen the movies and listened to that synopsis. <laughs> yeah, so now you're all caught up, people. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, and so we're doing these two movies, obviously, because they are the only two um, female-led superhero standalone. movies. Standalone, standalone superhero yeah. movies. Yeah, true. Um, and, and I wouldn't even necessarily count like the ones that DC has done with Harley Quinn as like superhero movies no anti-hero but anyways would you um, guys count catwoman i thought about this earlier today oh the one with halle yeah, berry it, does yeah, halle berry no. ha- or hallelujah have um <laughs> superpowers in that it's uh, from the song yeah she does she totally she does, does. Oh, okay. she's like a cat yeah. she's like a cat it's not well great. that not movie, movie was a super powered <laughs> piece of shit um yeah, and so yeah no we were really excited to do these two because uh this is you know marvel and dc ultimately fighting off yeah. this will be our and third they have, one i mean they're their origin stories about two super powered women who uh have mysterious pasts and who also discover that they are even stronger than they were before when they were just normal superheroes. and they just get told to fucking smile more and that's just a fucking <laughs> problem in our society so let's get into yep. it uh we are going to break these down uh using our five categories and we're going to use a rating scale on each of those categories of one to seven one being lowest seven being highest four being average neutral middleist or in between uh our categories are going to be spectacularity actoring eye candy originality and legacy let's kick it off with spectacularity let's start with um let's start with wonder woman which is a 
a, a pretty spectacular movie. Uh, spectacu- spectacularity is a category where we... Are you uh, going to do your, your Gal Gadot uh, accent again there? I, I It's in the back of my tongue. Don't ever right do it now. again. Uh, <laughs> Nick was very attracted to me with my Gal Gadot accent. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, spectacularity is a category where we break down the engagement level of the movie, whether you were really um, engaged and paying attention or you were distracted by little things such as runtime and stuff. Uh, let's start with Wonder Woman. Nick, why don't you kick us... Or Layla, why don't you kick us off? Ooh, okay. Uh, ladies um, first, of course. <laughs> I Jesus gave it Christ. a... <laughs> I gave it a six because I'm like unbelievably engaged by this movie. I I really love Wonder Woman. I'm going to start by saying that because I'm going to give it a lot of praise tonight. Um, it just keeps it keeps me engaged the whole movie. There's so many different facets to the film. You start in a completely entirely different place that you want to know so much about and you want to engage in. And then you jump into the war and then there's these... There's like an epic moment in the middle of the movie where she goes into no man's land and you're just so engaged with it. That's not even the climax of the film, but you're just like completely in it with her. And then it continues to build, right? We're looking towards the end to figure out what happens with Ares because Ares is this like ever like over um, arcing plot line that we're trying to figure out who this person is, etc. So I was completely engaged throughout the entire film. I love this movie. Um, I love all the different facets and all the different characters. And yeah, I think it's great. Six for me. Whoa. What about you, Nick? I gave it a five. I just think it's a little too long. Yeah. Um, And I fell asleep the first time (laughs) that I watched this. I was watching it on a computer in my bed. So I was just kind of asking for it. Um, And I did not fall asleep this time. I just, um, I don't know. I don't like that there are three villains, but it does keep you like guessing as to what or who Ares for sure is going to be and like kudos to everyone who wrote this film and um the director of this film and to everyone who's in it for keeping me mostly engaged throughout two and a half hours of an origin story that I already know yeah I am with you with the five. I, this movie's a little too long for my liking, uh, especially for an origin story. Um, I think there are a lot of lulls and distractions, even if the exciting moments are really exciting. I think out of the two movies, the exciting moments in this are like way more spectacular. Um, I like the structure of the story. I think maybe there's like a little bit that they could cut out in the middle. Um, I also feel like this movie's got kind of a, like a very expository feeling that every bit of dialogue is really explaining what's happening and what has happened. And there's this whole fucking like red herring waste of time with Ludinger as, or Ludinger as the like power hungry guy who you think is Aries. And it's like, Cool, that's a good distraction, but we wasted so much time with Danny Huston. I, I like, feel like you could almost just cut out the entire like fancy party scene a little bit. Like yeah. there's there's parts of that that don't need to exist, and it's can just I, a little can bit. Can I ask too a much. question? I mean, because I was distracted by a lot of things too. I was pulled out. Like, first of all, like 
She goes to grab her sword in Themyscira, and she's loud as shit, and no one fucking hears her banging against that wall and (laughs) shouting and screaming into the canyon. And then there's like the accent thing makes me so angry. Maybe one of my <laughs> not, like one of my biggest pet peeves in a movie is when they choose to have it in a different country and then they just have everyone have accents, whether that be English or like what a German person speaking English would sound like. But then I'm like, am I supposed to believe that whenever they are speaking in English with a German accent, really they're speaking in German? Because it's just fucking lazy. Make it in German. And then there's a scene where Chris Pine gets through as a German officer by just using a really bad German German accent. accent. And I'm like, some of it just pulls me out. It's not a bad German accent. It's pretty bad. It's not as bad as Robin Wright's whatever accent Robin Wright is I got a question. How does the power (laughs) drug work? Like the thing that... that Ludinger like snorts in. You smell in. it and then you're strong. Yeah, but is it dude. instant release or is it extended release? Like, is he <laughs> wa- is he wasting time? No, I'm actually I'm so distracted by this full whole plot line because it's so not important that he ever has that. And then, how does his I mean, skin look like? and he uses it. He uses it, it in random at the scenes. End of the movie. Yeah, he but needs there's to be okay. Able to there's fight a scene off. where they throw the gas into the room and then he huffs in the power and I'm like, what are you doing? You're not about to fight anyone. What a waste. You it's have to huff the power him. to be able to, True. to not die from the poison. True. I will say this. I would I am I was really into it, and when I went and saw it in theaters, um, the first time we had snuck in a couple bottles of wine, and I was Brad. literally like at the the whole last 20 minutes, I was like squirming in my seat thinking I was gonna piss myself. Like at the edge of pissing myself. <laughs> I I kid you not, I made it to the bathroom and I could have sworn that I had 10 seconds until my body was like, no, can't do this anymore. And I, but I was so like interested in the movie that I had to like stay in and not waste it. And, you know, it was fun rewatching it and being more interested in the end, not thinking I had to pee. Um, so I'll give it a five. I think it's Fair above point. average. That yeah. was... <laughs> I think it's actually the best DC movie too. So I, yeah, I think I it don't was think more it spectacular. Even has the best in general? So like you're not, not, like... not Batman movies. Okay, I don't okay, count okay. those. The, no. Yeah. The best of this, the, like Justice League, the new Justice League movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the, yeah, has, the, like, new, the new Justice League. I like yeah, Shazam. I like Shazam, 100%. but I thought this was a better movie. This so is a better movie. five. All right. Let's talk about Captain Marvel. Um, spectacularity. Um, you know I'm Captain, interested in what you guys think. Do you know the Captain Marvel's like, like phrase in the comics is Shazam? Well, yeah, and then they had this big fight yeah. between Captain Marvel, DC, and Marvel. Both had <laughs> Captain Marvels, and then DC or Marvel won. They went to court. The the yeah. lawyers dressed up as each of the superheroes. <laughs> Dude, that would have been great. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we learned about that in law school, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, historical uh, comic book (laughs) outfits were worn in the courts of law. Uh, Anyways, let's talk about the engagement level of Captain Marvel. What did you think, uh, Layla, if you please? Um, I do please. I don't know how I feel about this. I might change it, but I gave it a four. Um, I just think it's average. I don't, a lot of the movie just doesn't engage me. I think there's a lot of stuff that they put in that they thought was really clever and funny Mm -hmm. that I just didn't find funny. It's like they were betting on the fact that they're Marvel and that they throw in like quips and everyone just loves it, but it just didn't hit right. And 
I just felt like they were trying too hard. I felt like yep. Brie was trying really hard. I yep. felt like the film itself was trying really hard. And the pacing of the film is really awkward. And the way that they tell her story is really awkward. So, like, you're seeing these flashbacks, but you want to know more about it. And then they spend so much time with her, like, with the Cree people, which I just don't think any of us really cared about that much. And it just... It, it it pushed me yeah. out a lot. There's and I was so many about things. I, I yeah. mean, you just like I got a list off of questions. Everything. <laughs> on my, okay, save them because I'm not gonna say much. You yeah. just checked off everything on in my that I had to say, Layla. But the only thing I'll add is it's just this. There's nothing at stake in this movie. Like, yeah. I remember like one of the first episodes we did. We had a guest and they said something about the stakes. And now I can never. I can't think mm. of anything but stakes now. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> no, every time I, I did get hungry as I was saying that sentence. But I, like, like seriously, though, every time I watch a movie now, I'm like, okay, so what does this character have to lose? Brie Larson, or not Brie Larson. Brie Larson is a superhero. Um, Captain Marvel has superpowers. She's a huge badass at the beginning of this movie. And then the whole movie is about how she learns about her past, but it doesn't really matter. But then she's like, oh, wait, they have a, a chip on my neck that doesn't let me be as big a badass as I could be. And then she's so much more powerful than anything else yeah. besides like Thor. I just want to be, I want to be fair really fast because I may, I like thought about this point earlier today and I kind of have a hard time comparing Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel a little bit because they're both just very like different depictions of complex female heroes. Like I, there's a lot of things that piss me off about Captain Marvel for sure. But at the end of the day, this is a woman who's been through some serious trauma and we do get to watch her throughout this film, try to understand her part in all of this. And a lot of the character flaws and the sarcasm and the frustrations and all of that is just her processing some crazy stuff that happened to her. So it's it is a very complex female character and she's a very flawed superhero as opposed to like juxtaposed to Wonder Woman who is what we all imagine a superhero to be to be idealistic and to want to save yeah. the world and all of the above. So yeah. it's it's hard because I think that Captain Marvel and that whole origin actually is kind of incredible in that way. I just don't think they executed it really well. No, and then it just kind of shows and it's just like it, it makes the movie boring. So I, I also yeah. gave it a four like yeah. i don't think that because as well i'll talk about later there you know there's credit there's credit to be given where credit is due sure i mean i gave it a four as well i i wanted to give it above average because compared to the average movie i do find marvel movies just in general to be really exciting and to be really engaging and it's not too long i think it's a little too long for what it is as an origin yeah. story it could have been like an hour and 45 but like i like I'm going to get to the distraction points, but like, I don't think the action is that cool in this movie. I didn't find any of the scenes really that awesome. And this is at a time when Marvel was at its peak and the Mm -hmm. action scenes were really, really cool. We had just had infinity war, which is just one of the best action movies ever. Um, And to your point, we have ScarJo doing badass women action scenes like True. it's not yeah like this and, it, and it looks cool yeah, yeah it's martial not a, arts it's wise, not speaking yeah. to like a woman in an action film like we've got a woman in marvel oh, for sure. killing action so why I, can't they provide <clears throat> brie with that level of action yeah i don't know what it was yeah. i mean i wasn't I mean, she i just was not excited movie. yeah yeah and she and she and worked she her ass off up, for it yeah. i got some problems okay <laughs> why in the absolute fuck 
Do the people on the train or on the subway, whatever, no one uses it in LA, so I don't believe that scene at all. Right, right. Why in the absolute fuck do the people stop Veers when she's fighting the old lady? When it's so clear that that old lady is like possessed by something, she fucking growls and she does a full flip spin around the pole. And then they grab Veers and I'm like, no, no one would do that. And then, and then in L, you set this movie in L.A. and made it so un-L.A. except for the fact that it's at the beach. There's a scene where she's walking through the subway station wearing her outfit and everyone stops to look at her. Dude, no one in Hollywood. LA would that. Every, yeah, no everyone one in look Hollywood looks fucking stupid or is wearing a costume. I'm sorry, these are little things, but they take me out. Of I the forgot. Movie. I mean, I didn't even really realize the movie was in LA. So what, I mean, one, I know it is now that I think about it. But one thing that's kept in there for fans to be engaged is this whole like mystery of what happened with Nick Fury's eye. I promise you, I never, ever cared what happened with Nick Fury's eye before this. And if you want to see a good, like, a joke about that, watch the show Dark, because the way that they handle this one guy's, like, eye patch is super funny. Oh, yeah, and, it's great. And it's a great running theme. I will I say, last that. thing, um, what does keep me engaged, and, and I still have a problem with it, is... I like the soundtrack and I, I like the idea of putting it in the nineties. Like, I think that's a little more fun, even if it's super hacky in certain parts. I, yeah. you know, I know that the soundtrack is like super like, um, on the nose, like with everything. I, I love the moment when just a girl comes on. I think yeah, it's, yeah, I did write this whole thing that I, I feel like they could have made a nineties greatest hits and would have made it more interesting they they could have made it like Guardians of the Galaxy, which has just one of the best soundtracks, and yeah. people just nonstop talked about that. And I thought they were kind of weird with their choices of what they chose from the 90s, except for right when I was writing that note, uh, Waterfalls by TLC came on, and I was like, oh, shit, this is a bop. I'm in. Uh, but she also like <laughs> wears you. a Nine Inch Nails shirt, and they don't play Nine Inch Nails because they're fucking cowards. And yeah, so I'm, I'm giving it a four. Um, let's move on to actors. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> actoring is a category where we it, it's all encompassing it's the performances how great were the actors and whether the writers and directors gave them the tools that they needed to perform at the best of their abilities as nick yawned his way through that uh sorry nick why don't you start with captain marvel <laughs> crashing acting. the caffeine is fading um which one did you say to start captain with marvel okay all right well it doesn't really matter i gave them both fours um i i don't <laughs> Like, I totally get what you're saying, Layla, about the journey that Carol has been on. I do not like Brie Larson's choices in demonstrating. I'm, I'm there with you. I'll Noble say warrior heroes. Yeah. I don't get her. Like, I just don't understand why, like, why the, like, Brie Larson is an amazing actress. And she is Incredible. a really cool person, it seems. I don't know why she chose to have next to no like redeeming personality traits that are like fun and engaging in this movie like you didn't find her spunky and fun no i just don't i, I just don't was. like it just seems like safe and it's like really boring and it's like not the best look to have your cool new like possible face of the avengers yeah like come away from this standalone movie with like no energy behind her. 
And it just kind of bums me out because it didn't need to be that way. And I don't think that it will be that way in the future. Like, I think that Brie Larson's probably smart enough to have recognized that this wasn't the best she's ever done. And she'll probably change, you know, Captain Marvel in the future, I hope. But, I mean, she's like an amnesiac potato the whole movie. Like, with, like, sarcasm. I just don't. I don't know. I gave it a four. Yeah, what about you, Layla? Yeah, I gave it a four. I have a lot of thoughts about what you just said. I I completely agree. I think Brie just didn't hit well here. Like, this is just not her best work. And I think she read the character really wrong, to be honest. Like, I just think she thought she was doing something, but it just didn't hit well. But I also, since we're always tying in with actoring the writing and what was provided to them, I do think the pacing of this film does not help her. Like, I do think... No, definitely not. I do think by the end of the movie you do have a different understanding of her and you and you feel for her and sh- her emotions finally start to come out for the first time in the movie when she's processing everything. And those are the moments I appreciate in the movie, you know, when she is, you know, when she hears the recording for the first time and she fully understands what happened to her and she's with her best friend again and she's processing all of that. A lot of it starts to make sense and you, and you buy it a little bit more, but the whole like first you know, two thirds of the movie, she's just bleh. Like you just, you don't even get it. You don't know why you're like, why are you like this? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it just, it's unfortunate that they couldn't give us more of her, who she was before. And even in the flashbacks, to be honest, you give me one flashback of her singing with her friend in a bar. I'm supposed to understand her. Like even the flashbacks aren't super well done in my opinion. Oh, that is like such an unbelievable, <laughs> I hate Horrible flashback scenes. It's like my <laughs> that was like that was like the verbal version of like kicking a door down. You just did. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that scene. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with you guys. I think it's average. So I, I'm giving it a four, even though I didn't like I I didn't like any of the acting. I didn't hate any of it. I think it's really interesting that there's this big divide in the country that like people either really hate. Brie Larson or love her and I I don't get it um there's all these videos of like breaking down like like maybe the cast of the Avengers yeah hates Brie I was Larson, just about to bring this and up. they're yeah. it, it's really fascinating but yeah. anyways uh, I I think that. Jude Law is I I really liked Jude Law's performance in this I so, just always find him interesting he's this he's, might be the only place we disagree I don't think he did well in this uh, movie I think he's, he's kind good, of but, he's kind of playing uh, a little bit of I you shouldn't see it, but the young pope, he's doing like a little bit of the sh- yeah. same shtick he does in the young pope in this. No, I, there's something have about Jude that, Law. Layla? I always love him. Yeah. I watched. The I just first feel like episodes. he could have tried a little bit harder to not act like you're the bad guy the entire movie. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just the That's entire true. film, like from the beginning in the scene where he's like trying to get her to control her emotions. I'm like, you have an ulterior motive. You are a bad guy. Like I just yeah. there was no. It didn't make any sense to me. Again, this is a part of the thing with Brie, too, the writing. It didn't make any sense to me that she felt close to this man. He was not in any way a positive influence in her he life. He was, like, down all. to spar in hey, the middle dude, of the night. Hey, dude, there's nothing not worse to sleep. a warrior's powers than fucking emotions, okay? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And, and then there's, like, like, Annette Benning is one of my favorite actresses, and I just... She was fine. Her hair was dope, but she was just fine in this. <laughs> uh, Gemma but Chan... Ben. 
Gemma Chan or yeah, uh, ben well, Ben Mendelsohn was great. I mean, Ben Mendelsohn is always good. Uh, well, I'll talk about him, I guess, a little bit later. But like, he's he's just like a fantastic, nuanced actor who could do so many different things, and he really does the whole range of emotion in to, this. He gets to have his normal accent in this too. Yeah, and he gets to do that, which is kind of weird. Um, Gemma Chan is going to be sick in the Eternal, so I'm glad that she's getting like a second chance at a Marvel character because. What Min Min Irva is whatever. I fucking hate the names in Captain Marvel. I will talk about that in originality. <laughs> Anyways, I give it a four. The I think Kree we all names? did fours. You racist. What about uh their name their name oh yeah. Those are Cree names, dude. Yeah, but they're so just normal are... words but with a hyphen <laughs> yeah. in the middle. At last <laughs> Bronchar. I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Broncher? Bronker? So lar, dude. They're not so all, okay, so lar. they're not all they're not all words. Some of them are nonsense words with a okay. high. Okay. Anyways, fours all around. Reed average Bach. for Captain Marvel. We'll talk about actoring for uh, Wonder Just Woman. Looking around, which which would be easier. <laughs> uh, I think Wonder Woman. I was going with a four at first. I think I'm going to go with a five. I will. I will say why I was originally going to go a little bit lower. I think it's a terrible misuse of David Thewlis, the guy who plays Ares. Yeah, hundred percent. He is an amazing so actor, and he's so weird. And Dude, he's just is he not that ripped in real life? No, too? no, he's so skinny. <laughs> he's so skinny. Um, it's so weird David Thewlis, so who he, most people would know as Lupin in the Harry Potter movies, yeah. is so incredibly good in Fargo season three. It, it's yeah, he's really everything. good in pretty much everything. Yeah. I mean, he's not bad in this. It's just no, such, it's such a, a weird, weird role. role. Danny Huston it's as well. Unbelievably just like, bad why? casting. I'm sorry, it's unbelievably bad casting. Yeah. Who in what world did you think he should represent Ares? I'm sorry, Dude, oh, I, yeah, I love. Well, because you're supposed to be like an English statesman. Love absolutely love in the most i like sarcastic sense that he still has his mustache yeah underneath oh yeah the helmet thing that aries makes out of scrap metal it is a david thewlis mustache and you can still see his little thin mustache in there and you're like you he didn't have like a better face to switch to he made his whole body just ripped and jacked up and he doesn't just have like like, he wasn't like, oh, that wasn't my face, dude. I'm actually The Rock or, like, a different actor with a cool face. Can I also just mention, like, how stupid Robin Wright's accent is in this movie? Yes. And it's they, it's, a, it's almost a waste of her, even though she's still badass, which is cool. Uh, I don't know. I, I Like, quickly to kind of finish off, I mean, Chris Pine and Gal Gadot are, are great. I think Gal, I, I was skeptical going in. Um but I think she brings this sort of like, like she's a badass warrior, and she also has this like girlish like curiosity about the world, and she's like to war, like ru- walking through. I don't mean girlish. I guess I mean like childish, naive. Sorry, but she has this like yeah, it's like a naivete, but it's like more like a ki- like a kid just doesn't care about any of these things, and she's like. She's just like, I'm just going to fucking go to war, and that's going to be it. And she's hilarious. She just says what she wants to say. Um, and I think she handles that, like, a lot better than most actresses would. Like, I think it was, like, a really good casting decision in the end. Um, and then Chris Pine. 
I've loved Chris Pine is so good <laughs> in every every role. He's like the first thing first I ever saw him in. When I've did loved, you first know I've you loved, loved him? him since like Smoke Smoke and Aces. He's so oh, yeah. weird in that movie, and that's like I think the first thing we had gotten from him. And just what a tremendous uh, career that man has had. He needs more appreciation. He's the best, Chris. He's so um, far above average. Yeah. What about you, Layla? You could yell at me for what <laughs> I said. I'm not going to yell at you. Um, I gave it a five. I think, I I mean, I enjoy everyone in this movie acting wise, except for the guy that plays Ares. And that's not even his fault. It's just that they, it, it was an unbelievably bad casting. I, yeah. you couldn't cast someone. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like about appearance or anything, but we're talking about like a godlike person and every, like, Every single superhero movie has, like, this unbelievably gorgeous... You're also putting this person up against Gal, who's just, like, yeah, stupid beautiful. Like, unbelievably beautiful. And you put this, like, old dude there with this mustache? Like, I'm sorry. It just looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. It's a weird visual. Anyways, um... But even just, like, the side characters, like, his secretary is incredible. She kills every scene that she's in. Samir. And she's... So the the guy who plays Samir uh, was good too yeah. with the fast yeah. cap, which Absolutely. I have a problem with. All, I mean, I, I like yeah. yeah, I I like those side characters. I think they did a great job, and ultimately, Chris and Gal are all that really matter, and they killed it for me. And she, and I heard what you were saying. I get the like naive aspect of things, but honestly, for me, it just feels like an earnestness that's just palpable. Like she just. She's just so ready to do good in the world and it feels so real. Like you genuinely just the optimism that exudes from her is just you want to be that optimistic about the world. And it, oh, works, yeah. it works because you get to see what her life was like. And yeah. it, unlike Captain Marvel where it doesn't. You don't like, know anything about her. You don't know anything before. about her and you never really get to know very much. At least right. not in like a meaningful way. Like that does not. That is very much For not sure. true in Wonder Woman. And the story definitely builds to that 100%. And you have an understanding of that. But even just the way, like, there are sometimes I'm watching her face and the way that she reacts to things around her. And I'm just like, she is killing this. Like, she... Yeah, and I, I meant it more in terms of, like, it was so versatile because she's both inspiring and just awesome and powerful in it. Yeah. And she's also just hilarious. Like, she yeah, really kills it with that. She yeah. encompasses so many aspects of being a woman like it there's not there's not just one it's complex right it's not just mm. one thing about her it's not that she's just incredibly strong or really funny or what whatever she's all of the above she makes us laugh she goes on to no man's land and makes us feel more empowered than anyone has ever made us feel like True she that. just she kills it she kills it i'm sorry i'm gonna keep talking about no man's land because that scene hey you're on notice man you're on notice <laughs> you're not because- all of the above Gabe Gabe made me feel bad for crying while I watched the No Man's Land scene the other day, but like that scene (laughs) just like like, emotional. I I don't really. It's tough to get some like of that kind of emotions out of me, but like it happens with movies, and that scene is just for me. Like it's more like oh, this scene's fucking dope. Yeah, and I and I think it's fair to like also just as the only woman on this podcast right now, like identify the fact that the reason that scene feels emotional, I went to see that movie for the first time in theaters with my niece, who's now eight years old. And I watched her face the whole time I watched that scene for the first time. I barely even watched that scene. And her face 
it made me bawl my eyes out because she was more engaged than I've ever seen her in my life. And I have to imagine that that's in relation to the fact that she finally saw a badass woman on screen doing something that maybe she didn't know she was capable of. And that's really freaking cool. So when I do see it, there's just a whole flood of emotions with that, obviously, as a woman. And maybe that's dramatic a little bit, but it's great to see a moment like that on the screen. It's just, it's... It's empowering. No, I was joking, and even when we were talking, I walked it back when you fully explained. <laughs> I thought that was adorable and also really cool. And, it, and yeah, it goes into the legacy of the movie too. Yeah, which yeah. What did you think, actually? Wise, Nick. I just um, you know, I think Gal Gadot is great. I think Chris Pine is great. I think everyone else is meh to not so great. I think that some of the you know, like kudos, the diversity of Chris Pine's crew is yeah, great, sure. but um, they're not good at acting. Yeah. Uh, so that was a problem for me. Um, I don't a distracting know. That Scottish issue. guy always plays that character in every movie. Yeah. He's also really fucking annoying in this movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah they they just like really bothered me and like to have them have like such a like more a larger role than you kind of think they're going to have just like bugged me. And then everybody uh, i mean like physicality aside i wrote that like three times in my notes the physicality of both of these movies everyone kind of nails it and like everyone on themiscara is just like killing it physically yeah. oh God, they've so all cool. just like trained and they're all just like Dude, it's Humongous so cool when they're flying down, down with the arrows. The Nazis like, versus oh Amazons thing is the cool my favorite yeah. scene in these movies. Hey, you know I hate Nazis, so I but, love that scene. But Robin Wright's accent is terrible, and it really just makes me think that they were like, no, we like Gal's accent for just the Themyscarin accent, so everyone needs to copy it. Okay? And then everyone was like, I don't know if we can do that. And then they didn't do it. And it's just bad. Yeah, I'm back to I don't to know why this I'm didn't really four. bother me so much. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe it's... Their maybe... accents bothered me the first time I heard them, and, and they still, like... It's four. Just... I'm at average. Of, okay, okay. So let me, can I just tell <laughs> Sorry. you? Sorry. Can I just tell you like what apparently my now that I'm thinking about it because I've never thought about this prior to you guys saying it. I kind of feel like I always just assume that since there's so many women of different races that Zeus created, that like and because they all speak like a hundred different languages, they all just have like weird accents. Like none of them yeah. are one accent. Like yeah, I they're like the just, episode like, of South Park with the people from the future that are like. Chicken <laughs> you know like because they don't have like a, a, they have like it's such an amalgamation of all the different languages that they spoke that they yeah into, I, I mean i have to imagine that they had that exact discussion like on set where they were like no no i mean zeus just like you just know go with what you want to do just makes, and robin zeus writes like makes robin writes like guys i've been working on something hear me out <laughs> And it's then like, like Gal's oh, accent, God. but bad. And then they were like, oh my God, that is like Gal's accent, but bad. That's great. We should use that. That's yeah. It just bothers me. All right, that's fair. Let's move on to the next category. Uh, let's talk about eye candy. Uh, eye candy is just all the visual elements of these movies. Uh, I want to start with Wonder Woman. Okay. I am hovering between a four and a five. It, I'm not saying that the movie isn't visually great. It just does certain visual things that I think are kind of lame. Like, I don't like the overuse of slow-mo. They definitely got it from Zack Snyder, and I fucking hate him forever for it. Even though 300, when it first came out, was super dope because of the slow-mo. 
but yeah, that's the music. That's not <laughs> visuals, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I there are scenes that look really cool. Like for instance, even though it's in slow mo, I do like the action scene on No Man's Land. And then when she goes into the town and she's like zipping through the walls into the room, I'm like, oh, this is my thing because it, it felt a lot like. Um, <laughs> Why well, I, I am an idiot today. It, it felt a lot like Man of Steel this when, and I, I like certain scenes in Man of Steel, like how quickly like he would go through like a building and stuff. Like yeah. I, it just shows you how super powerful these characters are. Um, I like the visual way that they do the expository background of Themyscira and the and Ares. The yeah, yeah, because it reminds me of. I said this in Black Panther. Both of these movies have these like exposition drops for the background of what happened before and like why it's important and, and where, what their world is. And both of them do it in a really cool visual way. It could have just been like someone a talking. Fun animation. Yeah. Like moving painting, which is really cool. Just like in Harry Potter when they tell that story and it's all this really cool animation. I love when movies do that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I. I think it's average for like the pr- production, like budget, and out of Mar- like out of DC and Marvel movies, it's kind of average. Nothing like spectacular, but like you know, it's still like more visually appealing than the average movie. So I, you convinced me to a five. <laughs> what did try. you did you say six? So I'm you're at, at four or five. You're at four or five. Mm-hmm. I am also at four slash five. I agree with everything you said. Uh, the only thing that I have an issue with that makes me want to say four is I despise the last fight scene so she has with. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's I forgot about this. so. It's a CGI fuck fest. It's yeah. so bad, and it didn't need to be because there's CGI obviously all throughout the movie. Like you're describing, all of those scenes where they're demonstrating how powerful Wonder Woman is are wonderful. They're great. But then there's this, like, oh, she went, like, Super Saiyan and then, like, kicks his ass. But also, it doesn't look cool. It just looks cheesy. True that. Uh, so that's, like, the only reason I wanted to go to four. I mean, uh, yeah. What a, I don't know. What about you, Help us, Layla. Layla. Yeah. I gave us. it a hard five. Hard five. No Whoa. Question. All right. Um, so a big part of visuals for me in a film is if there if there's ever shots that are left in my head after I stop watching the movie, and there are definitely a couple of shots from mm. this movie that feel very like I remember them just in general in life. Like there are shots from No Man's Land that are very visually in my brain, <laughs> For sure. and they and they create those visuals because of these iconic moments with these superheroes. So I do think that they did a really great job at at creating those moments in this movie. Um, I also just like this is gonna sound so dumb, but I love her lasso. Like I love watching her fight yeah. with her lasso, oh, and I love the visual like, of it. Pulling people it just, in and stuff. It looks so badass, and yeah. it looks so cool. It's a great visual that you obviously don't get to see very often yeah. in film. Um, yeah, and I and I also just really love the contrast of light and dark in the movie. Most DC films are pretty dark. And a lot of the world, the World War One moments are pretty dark. But like when you're in the mascara, it's so much light and it's a mm-hmm. lot of like bounty and beauty. And they did a really great job of visualizing the difference between the two and making you feel that as you went through the movie. Um, and then as far as like the fight sequences, 
I loved it. Like I loved yeah. the core the choreography of it. I loved right. the shots they got yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm at like... five. <laughs> the fight scenes yeah. are yeah. really cool until that last one. Like it's just yeah, that, that one I don't, thing. I'm, yeah, if you could just cut out the last, out the last like <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes of Wonder Woman, like honestly, I d- even if they don't wrap up the story in that way, I'd like the movie so much better. So I yeah. said this, I, I I will always say this about the movie. From from I want to say the moment she gets the ice cream before they're getting on the boat, that moment when she gets the ice cream, which is a really good I moment. I love that moment. Yeah. I love that moment. From that moment until them hooking up finally <laughs> when they like when Sick. they dance together at the yeah. end of the battle and then that the night ends that that whole sequence is my favorite part of the entire film and i think that they that whole part of the movie is exactly what wonder woman is you see her do a badass thing you see her accomplish something beautiful you see her growing you see the characters around her growing and then there's all the aries bullshit that happens right after that and that whole party scene so honestly like i get most hyped for that part <laughs> Just that middle part right there. Turn down for what? That part. Um, I wrote in all caps in my notes as I watched this, OMG sexy Aries, because when he just, I can't get over <laughs> yeah, the part when he, he just gets, shit. when he just gets like ripped up and you're like, but why is his face like that still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. I'm going to, I'm so switching bad, to a five. Uh, I think Nick did as well. Yeah, Let's talk about Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel is one that I wanted to give a five and there actually are, there's one shot and there's a couple shots that I really like the inverted shot of her when she's like upside down and they're taking the memories from her just looks cool visually. Um, and some of like her fighting, like her powers look visually cool. The coloring and everything of it and her suit. I mean, it's Marvel, right? Yeah, exactly. I I expected any less. Yeah, and then there's actually one shot that I really love, which is when they're about to listen to the black uh, the black box recording, and it and it shows from outside the house, and it zooms all the way in, and I actually it must have been edited. Cool yeah, it's a really cool shot. But besides that, I don't <laughs> think the action is that cool. Um, out of Marvel movies, uh, I there's one they do the memory sequence, and they're kind of playing with memories, and it's. I know that Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, the directors uh, slash writers of these movies, like just really love Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and wanted to copy that scene, like the first scene when he's tr- when he's noticing that they're taking his memories. Yeah. yeah and I just thought that was a little lame and, and not as cool as it as it could have been because I know they were trying to be creative. Um, I don't know. I I also like I. I I don't know, like, okay, so it's hard to explain, but the, whatever it's called, whatever they're doing to Samuel Jackson and Coulson's face, what's that called? Um, De-aging? Yeah, the de-aging effect works for Sam Jackson. Like, it's not that distracting with him. I don't think it's distracting at all. It it, it works. With Coulson, Coulson looks like a not real person, and I hate... Yeah, he looks a cartoon. I hate the scenes with him. And the cat is so clearly CGI as well, and that is very bothersome. But I do like the the idea of the monster with a, a flurkin or whatever flurkin <laughs> is funny, and it looks really cool. How does that work? You know, is it I magic? don't get it. Yeah, and I it, the, it doesn't make any sense, but it visually looks cool. <laughs> it's got to be magic. I'm gonna give it a four. I, I think it's average. I don't think it's bad in anything. It had a fucking crazy budget, so like I would have hoped that it would be better. They chose. Where are you at, Layla? I gave it a four. 
kind of, I honestly kind of teetered on a three. I know that sounds crazy, but I just, I, I don't think anything about this movie is that cool. And I think that's probably because I expect a crap ton more from Marvel than what we got out of this movie. I mean, like, other than the fact that it's just CGI, like cool CGI, like well done CGI, which it should be. There should be no question about that. Nothing about the shots, nothing about the sequences, nothing about nothing about the editing anything i don't there's nothing about this that like wows me whatsoever so it's it's a i went with four i ended up with four wow i feel weird i gave it a six <laughs> whoa I feel weird simpleton <laughs> so like here's the thing is like yeah we expect these things from marvel movies but what they're able to accomplish is still incredible like there are still iconic like really cool looking action shots from this. And I think that this is the only thing they do a good job of in, in marketing Captain Marvel as she should be marketed. And she should be like the biggest superhero now. The way that it's, the way that it's panned out, she should be right there. And I, it's a bummer that this movie didn't succeed in telling her story and, you know, Brie Larson wasn't able to to take what she was given and and make it something that sticks with people. But I think that the way that she looks is the only thing, unfortunately, that is really impressive about this movie. Is like her powers look really cool. There's the invert, like the scene where they like launch all the Krees underwater. Yeah, looks really cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, she. Yeah, you're right. Like her actual powers are really cool. I have a question for you guys though. When she like finally becomes Captain Marvel and she's flying around and she's in space and she has the mask thing and her hair is like up like this and she's all just like glowing and floating. You don't think that looks slightly lame? No, like, it, it looks, just looks dope. I think it looks really. I just cool. see that looks so hard. lame. Like see, yeah, that just it's I don't sick. know. I just feel like of all, like, they've done such a great, like, with Thor and all of the, like, the animation around his powers and all of that, like, they've just done such a great job, and I just felt like this didn't, and that's just personal take, right? Like, I just didn't feel like it hit really well, but I hear what you're saying. They they gotta, they gotta make her powers look I had to give do. it the, like, I had to give it credit in a category, because I didn't want it to just, like, <laughs> crap all over it, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think this is that she blows up a whole spaceship. It's an average movie, and we're giving it average She blows reviews, up a whole so. spaceship. Yeah, it is cool. A I mean, whole spaceship. She blows up a whole by herself. Um, yeah. All right, let's move <laughs> on to... Uh, so that was uh, fours from it's Layla and I and a really. six from Nicholas. Uh, let's move on. Shut on your spaceship. mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to originality. Yeah, I'm just kidding. You can talk next. Uh, originality is a category where okay, we thanks. talk we about how Marvel. creative the movie uh was uh whether it stood out in its genre whether you know with comic book movies like you know it it, was it faithful did it add anything to the source material any of that let's start with captain marvel uh which i'm sure will turn into a discussion and i said you were going to talk first but actually i want to talk really quick um (laughs) uh i i think that there's a lot of i think that there are a lot of like important ideas that were in this movie and they didn't totally get lost. Like, I, I think not only did they wait so long, Marvel, to make a movie, you know, a female-led superhero movie, but, like, at at the very least, they tried to make that, a, a, like, a compelling part of the story. Like, it's it's, we're telling you why we're doing this. We're telling you that you fucking, like, 
took women for granted or you took like female heroes for granted, all of that. Like a lot of that just comes out in the story. And I, and I do like that about the writing. I, I know they're kind of hitting you over the head with the, like, don't get so emotional or like smile, sweetie or whatever. Like they put that in there, but I, I, I like that they do that. And I thought this movie was important in that way. Um, I mean, but I'm saying that as a guy, so I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I do. I fucking hate the like certain parts about the Cree culture. Just like I don't. Maybe it's just the comic books. I never read it, but like I just don't. It's not interesting. I also thought there was a couple blunders that I texted both of you guys. Like for instance, um, yeah. Nick Fury calls it Shield immediately, but there's a running joke throughout all of Iron Man where Agent Coulson keeps saying the whole name for for uh, Shield. And people keep telling him, like, oh, that's a mouthful. Like, that's a long name. He's like, we're working on it. And hey, bitch, that's like 20 years later. Or it's like or 15 years later. they just weren't listening to Nick Fury for years. That's true. Yeah, and he was Nick trying was to say that. They're like, yeah. what are you saying? It's, there was like another thing know. that I had written. Like, I don't like that they tried to get clever. So, so they, <laughs> they, recon- they recognized that this was like an origin story. And we've seen so many superhero origin stories. But they tried to get clever with the whole like mysterious background. And by doing that, I wasn't as invested in Brie Larson's yeah. character until halfway in. Yeah. And that's a problem mostly for spectacularity and it's like how engaged like I am. like a creative take on an origin story. Well, no, not at all. And then also I have a, another question. How old is that kid supposed to be? Because the kid, I would have expected that kid to be like eight or nine. You're her friends, her like basically her niece. Like, I was thinking like 11. Okay. Maybe because she says you've been gone for six years, yet she retains all memory of her. That's not how kids yeah. brains work. No, I mean, if she. Was, I mean, unless she's just like the smartest kid in the world. If I'll she's that. eleven, she would have memories between yeah. three and five of Vers, Fears, Carol. Yes, but like Captain every Marvel. memory, she knew everything. She was like, "This is your life. You did this and that, and like you wore this shirt on this day." And like I was like, but "What who's is happening? going to explain to an amnesiac superhero yeah, that's true. what plot. her because plot life there we has go. been besides true. a child? It's got to be the child." Also, I feel like they're definitely setting up that she's going to take over the mantle at some point. So they which I her, which like, I like a fair amount of like dialogue and a fair amount of like part in the film, you know, good kid acting. I, I just writing wise, there are certain things where I just, I don't even think that they really spent that much time writing. I think the kid is going to be Captain Marvel. I think she'll, I mean, I think they're like, Setting up within the universe that she would take over the mantle someday, yeah. Because there's a lot of people that oh, take wait. over the mantle of Captain. Quick Marvel. question for you guys: Why the fuck did they bring back Ronan the Accuser? It like he did it. He Lee wasn't. In, I love Lee Pace. We we <laughs> went our first episode of this podcast. We went like talked at length about Ronan. Yeah. He's my favorite. He's one of my favorite villains. Lee. Yeah. If you're out there listening to this podcast. Court of Electric. We are huge uh, fans of you. Anyways, and your voice. Why is he in this movie? And also. If you're going to bring back him in the movie, I thought everyone it's, was going to expect to find out like what happened to the Kree planet. I thought that's why they brought it back to the 90s. And they don't discuss that. Dude, and I also, honestly, he's already a genocidal maniac. I thought that he became a genocidal maniac because his planet got destroyed. He's an accuser. Yeah, but what? <laughs> I, think they, I think one of two things. I think that they did bring him in 
because we we watched this origin story in the middle of a very intense time in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So they had to connect her somehow. Like she really needed some level of connection other than Shield. And on top of that, I'm I, maybe I'm making an assumption here, but I always imagine the follow up to this film would be seeing what she did after she left and like sure. potentially her run-ins with Ronan because he like brings up how he wants to come back for her and how he wants to find her. And I always imagined that would be Captain Marvel too. But yeah. wait, ho- wait, so you're going to go with, they're going to give us Captain Marvel one in the nineties. Then we're going to zip to the future and she's back. And then we have uh, I mean, Avengers just an Endgame, Endgame. Just an Endgame. Yeah, but she's back, and then we're gonna go back to the nineties. They did the, the same 90s? thing with Wonder Woman. They said they did the same thing with Wonder Woman. She was in Justice League, but we're gonna go to nineteen eighty four for Wonder Woman too. It's literally the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's more time. Like this is like a fifteen. <laughs> it's like a twenty year gap <laughs> instead of like. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm just I'm grasping at straws here. Yeah, I just don't like uh, like. Yeah, like like you guys have both said, like it's a rehashed origin story. I don't think that it's a unique origin story. I almost gave it a two. I'm just gonna give it a three because I'm gonna be nice. But like, wow. why not have? What did you guys give it? I think it needed to be made, so I'm at a three. I gave it. I gave it a four. Okay. Because oh, no, you finish your thoughts and then I'll say mine because I haven't gone yet. Go ahead. I just think that it it could it could have been like. And I don't know how it didn't end up like this. It could have been a really interesting and unique origin story. There's two people here, basically. You're looking at, like, like Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers, and she's Veers. Why not have the movie start by learning about Carol Danvers, who is an incredible badass? She is a woman that moves into, like an incredible role along with her best friend, who's also a woman and they pilot experimental like starships. That's incredible. Why don't we get to know about, can't we have that be the movie? Why can't we have the origin story be the origin of Carol Danvers? And then we have boom, the accident. And maybe we don't see the accident and the accident is the big mystery. And then maybe we wake up with Carol all of a sudden (laughs) being a different person. And being on whatever the name of the Kree's planet is, Kree Onia, hey, no ha- uh, Hala or something, Hala Hala Hala. 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 Um, is that a type of bread? I do. Yes, a Jewish bread. Um, I do have a question for you guys because you guys might know why the. F- I actually, I'm not even talking about the comic books. Just this movie. Why is she called Captain Marvel? That's never explained. She's not even part Marvel. Because like in the comics, I know that she like fuses with Marvel's she powers. Does, yeah. But in this, she fuses with Marvel's ship, and there's one moment where uh, I mean, Nick Fury goes Marvel, and she goes, "It's Marvel." And I think then that was Marvel, and then I go, away with it, to be "But she's not even a captain. She is a pilot, <laughs> but she never captains anything except for her own body through the stars. So like, <laughs> why is she called Captain Marvel? It's so infuriating. I think they just felt like they could get away with it, and they Do, honestly does anyone did, call so. her Captain Marvel in uh, Endgame? No. So why <laughs> they call her like Carol or or Verse or Veer or. or... Yeah, you're, you're, I didn't mean to like take away from your point. Your point is great. I mean, I I do. Think <laughs> I just the think that that is a movie, better movie yeah. where you get to because like really the badass in this movie is not Veers, it's Carol Danvers. Yeah, 
and sure. we don't get to no, know anything fair. about her and and like that would be a better origin story but then boom like wake us up and and we're confused about what just happened to and all of a sudden we're seeing deadpan veers on this different planet and and like that could be such a cool movie and basically have all of the same elements of this movie but like make you like the character yeah that is going to now be in all of our (laughs) yeah television screens and and movie theaters for the next however long brie larson signed that contract for yeah i mean yeah that's fine do you do you have any more points about captain marvel or do you want to talk about wonder woman i mean i haven't even gone (laughs) oh you haven't gone no oh jeez um, I'll do this fast though. I have two main points. All right. And I that's it. it. We're going on. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a four for two reasons. Okay. One being, and you touched on this, but you weren't really like getting to this point, but this is one of the few films out there where our hero didn't have a love interest. And the main mm-hmm. relationship was a female friendship. And that is very original. It's a chance to make. It's like, it's, you know, most female-led films require a male counterpart, honestly. It's it's what every exec thinks is required, but this movie didn't have that, and that's great. I love that. I love their relationship. It's one of the best parts of the movie. Once, we, once her best friend steps into the movie, I start feeling things that I wanted to feel the whole time I was watching the movie. So female friendships, hell yeah. And then I don't know how much, like I did a little bit of research into this because I, re- I remembered that the, the war itself is really different in the comics, like the conflict between the Kree and the scroll. Like mm-hmm. the they they created like this refugee storyline where these like really it's very like senseless in the comics. It's just a war. <laughs> they just don't really like each other. But like the fact that they're refugees and they're and there's this planet trying to like take ownership of these people and these and these creatures and they're trying to find their own home and to rebuild their lives, like that's pretty poignant to what's happening in the world in a lot of places. And it's, uh, it ended up being a great storyline throughout the film that I think we all ended up really loving aside from Carol and all of that bullshit. Like I, I think it really carries, I mean, Ben and that whole storyline really carries the film for me in a lot of ways. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. That's why I gave it a four. Yeah. I thought they brought in some clever things with that. Um, so I did three. What did you give Nick Two. Aim it a three. Okay, three as well, and a four from Layla. Let's uh, talk about Wonder Woman originality. Um, I, I I think like the the importance of Wonder Woman kind of just goes against like any like negative thought that I have about this movie and its originality and how creative it is. Yeah. Because one of our central questions with originality is like, did this movie need to be made? And fuck yeah, it needed to be made. And it was interesting. And I, I thought that the way that they tied in world war one really made a lot of sense. Um, it wasn't just like bring in this war to make it a more exciting movie. It just, it really fit her character and Mm -hmm. this whole like Aries idea and the folly of men essentially just being these violent, horrible Well, you know that their original one is set in the Cold War, but they made it World War One because it aligns with the suffragette movement and it juxtaposes those two things. And so it was very purposeful that they chose World War One and also just the rise to arms and all of that and the the evil of men really surfacing at that time um yeah. in a crazy way but yeah go ahead. Yeah, yeah no no i i mean that that's that's basically my whole point i i mean i 
I don't know what more it adds to any comic book movie. I, I I know I walked out of the theater the first time and I certainly enjoyed it, but I didn't go like, whoa, that movie was brilliant for comic book movies. Like, like for instance, Black Panther came out around the same time. And when I saw Black Panther, I walked out and I go, holy shit, they brought in these like incredible ideas into the story and really took it above the whole like this movie needed to be made yeah they elevated it and so i'm kind of more at like a slightly above average five for its originality i don't really think like it adds too much to the pre-existing material um i do like that they at least attempted to not like over sexualize wonder woman i mean she still has that outfit but like that's more of like the like don't tell people what to wear type argument and so like i'm not i'm not really going into that but they didn't like they could have turned her into this like like over sexualized character like dc sometimes does and i and i really enjoyed what they did with her and i and i found her to be a compelling character and i think that really goes into the writing and and originality so i'll give it a slightly above average of five where are you at layla uh, I gave it a four. I think it's just right in the middle. I think it, it's hard because it it really does align with the comics. It's a really good representation of Wonder Woman. So it's like there wasn't an, an insane amount about the film aside from changing it from the Cold War to World War One that's really different or that they added, as you said, to elevate it to something different. I gave it a four because just in the... The, the relevance of making a film like this and choosing to make a film like this at that time was really important and no one was choosing to do it. So it's a really original idea to be the person to decide to do that. Um, but it, it's, it really sticks to what Wonder Woman was and is and it, it doesn't really veer away from that. So in some ways it's very original and others it's just exactly what it was meant to be. <laughs> so I gave it a four. Uh, actually, I'm going to go down to a four. I'm... <laughs> Cool. Thanks for stealing my thought. Uh, I, I also put it at a four. I don't really have a whole lot to add. I mean, it was floated around for like 21 years in Hollywood, this movie. And then finally in 2017, they, they make it like, what, what took you so long? However, you know, they, you know, it works out really well because Gal Gadot is like perfect in this role. And, yes. and uh, the, the execution of the roles or the movie is just about as good as you could expect. It's also uh, an, uh, an interesting um, origin story for the Bermuda Triangle. Think of how many random sailors have wandered into Themyscira and been brutally murdered by oh, Amazon. Oh, fucking true. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, no, I actually, the reason I brought it down to a four, I kind of forgot. I, I like the plot ideas and stuff, but I really do hate the way that this movie comes together. Like, I really don't like the ending with Ares. I, I, I don't find it interesting or any of that. So, like, the creativity of the v- villain plot line, especially when we had just had, I mean, we had Black Panther and Infinity War, which which I was going to knock against Captain Marvel, both have these really, really compelling villains with these compelling villainous like plots, like what they're doing. This one doesn't. Did Ares live as that British guy for? I don't get British it. I don't get the, yeah. Life? I like you. You pull a or did he just like falls apart? Like kill the British guy after the British guy became a political figure and then take his place. <laughs> Who knows? Did he like sleep at night no, as he had the, the British same guy? Face. I don't, I don't and know. like be with the British guy's wife? 
Yeah. No, I think he, that, that, I mean, he is, that's the that important is what question. Aries look like. That is what Aries look like. We see a flashback of Aries when he's like smited down by Zeus. Yeah, he looks what like, he looked yeah. like. He's always well, he's the same. Buff, Nick. You did, were he talking about he just, did he have infiltrates. the mustache? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he looks Yeah, he does in that shot. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I have another point about this. Uh, Weird. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. No. I, Wait, oh, no, no, I want to no, say, I want to say one more thing. Okay. You guys made me think of something. As far as originality, one thing I will say is, I do love that, despite the fact that there's a love story in here, I do love that it's not, you never feel like he's the reason she feels empowered or he's helping her find yeah, her yeah. way. It's like the love story she, is not really necessary to the movie. You know why? Because well, no, Patty Jenkins made it and not a guy. And a guy would have fucked that if anything, But if anything, you see the power that a woman has because she empowers him in entirely new ways. Yeah. Like his cynicism and his, he finds a level of optimism that he never had before because of her and a sense of hope. And it's just nice to see that flipped on its on itself a little bit Definitely. to see the woman really um inspiring the man true in that, that. In that super good point well okay well let's move on to uh our last category legacy yep. uh legacy is where we talk about the lasting imprint that this movie ha- uh, that these movies have uh in the history of movies and in our minds and how people reacted to them when they came out uh we can start with uh wonder woman uh layla What's the legacy for you for Wonder Woman? I mean, I think I touched on this, but it's an incredibly emotional one. I mean, again, I, I saw this for the first time with my niece and I, I watched her experience something and it's something that I feel like I didn't get to have. And I know that sounds super corny, but I don't really remember too many huge female heroes that I could really look up to in the film industry when I was young and characters that I could adore other than maybe like Hermione but she wasn't even like the hero of the story despite the fact that she really is um it's it's incredible as a woman to be able I, I leave movie theaters when I see a female lead like that and I feel excited as corny as that is you imagine you think it wouldn't even be possible but it is it's exciting to see yourself represented on the screen when it's something you never got to see before and um Wonder Woman being, you know, Captain Marvel is incredible, but Wonder Woman was the first of its kind. And Patty did an incredible job. And it makes me feel proud to be a woman because she really exemplifies so many of the things that I that I want to embody as a woman. So lasting legacy, man, lasting. So I give it a six. (laughs) Yeah, well said. Um, I also gave it a six. I think they owned it. Um, Yeah. uh, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot, that is. and it's a legitimately exciting franchise. It's just unfortunate that it's in the crappy DC Justice League franchise, which is not good. I, I still think Wonder Woman eighty four is going to be cool, uh, unless yeah, cr- unless Kristen Wig ruins it. I'm and, like, she honestly, <laughs> But I mean, I just wanted to say too. I, I like, you know, I work at an elementary school, and um, it's really awesome to see that, like, you know, not all the girls' backpacks are like pink. Some of them are Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel, yeah. and they have like a superhero that they can, or a couple superheroes that they can like look up to. It's it's For cool. Sure. Yeah, that will be the lasting legacy. I mean, it did really well too. It like you know, yeah. it was a hundred and forty nine million dollar budget, good. and it made eight hundred and twenty one. So eight hundred and twenty one million. So like, and it got good reviews. You know, there are like user reviews are as we discussed when Layla was on last time. Like our all fucking sexist on and, and racist on IMDb. I promise you just look it up. Um, 
Or but, don't. Uh, or don't. I don't. But I don't know. Like, personally, when I walked out of the theater, I didn't find it too exciting. But I was like, oh, whoa, this is a f- W for uh, DC. They really needed it's, this. It's and it was W's. great. You know what I experienced when I walked out of the movie theater? My eight-year-old niece like punching and kicking at me because she just wanted to fight something. Sick. And I hope she beat you up, honestly. (laughs) But I'm going to give it a six. I I think that it has uh, a great legacy. It it doesn't necessarily have the best, unfortunately, because of DC. If it was a cool franchise, it'd be a seven, I think. I didn't walk out of it being like, that's one of the best superhero movies i've ever seen i more thought like wow that was really important cool they did it really well and for patty jenkins it's awesome because absolutely she like i don't think she got recognized for monster the movie that charlie's Theron won uh best actress for and that movie is the way she's so good and this really like this patty jenkins really killed it yeah um so six what about captain marvel for you layla um it got a four I, I, I honestly don't even know how I feel about giving it a four, but it's just hard because it's it's up against an entire universe of films that are adored, and oh, it yeah. came at a time when it needed to be perfect. Like, yeah. it came in between two of the biggest Marvel films of all time, and it was also incredibly built up. Like, it just, we were waiting for her and what she meant to the franchise for so long. And also... Speaking as someone who has always been a Marvel fan over a DC fan and also a woman, it's incredibly disappointing that I have to like the finally Marvel does a female led film and it's just shit to me. Like it's that sucks. So that legacy is like, there's that. Um, I just kind of wish they had done Black Widow a long time ago so they could have taken the pressure off of this a little bit, but. That's fine. So I gave it a four. I felt like it was pretty average. I think people are going to talk about it for a long time because not a people, not very many people loved it. Um, and it's one of the few Marvel films that I think isn't adored. Yeah. And that is its legacy. It's like bottom but, five. Which is crazy because it was riding the high of Marvel. So it so fortunately was riding the high of Marvel because it made so much money. It yeah. had... $160 million budget, which I think is a little too much for what it was. Um, but... It made almost one point two billion dollars. So, like, yeah. I, I mean, I what what's really cool? I mean, the legacy of these two movies together for me is the same thing I talked about with Black Panther, which is like, hey, put if you put women in front, a, a female led movie that's like an action people film that you go. have people will see, people it. Will see yeah. it so stop assuming that they're not going to see it because there's a woman or a person of color leading it and so like th- these are both tales of how successful those movies can be you know personally it's unfortunate that and i think this is for a lot of people it's unfortunate that if i ranked all the marvel movies the, you know captain marvel would be towards the bottom with like hulk and and dark uh hell for, or <laughs> the dark, Elf dark world yeah, yeah. and not, not uh and ant-man 2 which is another one that i thought they and kind thor of fucked one. up the female uh yeah thor uh, one is led. not thor one is shit thor one is bad but like at the time like it was kind of fun <laughs> but it's not like, as bad as thor 2 yeah i said this to nick like i think thor that this movie would have worked movie. better and i think its legacy would have been better had this movie come out in phase one because yeah, it had yes, more of the yes, feeling yes. of a phase one movie. But unfortunately it came at a, at a time when Marvel had like just become just moment. this like, and that's why I really think that I think it's just behemoth. such a misstep that they just went with this like basic 
like the origin story. It, yeah. it, it could have been a unique origin story, and then at least you've got that going for you. And it's not just like this boring uh, blah movie. I mean, you also just have everybody like anticipating what's about to happen in, right. in Endgame, right? So like everyone's having these high expectations of the universe and all these characters culminating together and what she means to that movie. And then you give us this. I think like Captain just... Marvel's scenes in Endgame are mo- way more iconic than her yes. scenes in this yes. movie. And yes. I think that largely, I gave it a four and I think that the legacy of the movie is largely going to depend on what happens next. And that Brie Larson still has the opportunity to take the role and run with it and make the character more engaging for people. Like there's still room for that. And they're... how do you guys feel about her new short hair? It was um, fine. fine. I actually, she was on hot ones and she was really cool. And I, and she, she has like a really big internet presence. Like she's like yeah. become she like does. a big YouTuber a now. Um, yeah. And she's, I think she's kind of trying to help this like image that apparently has been tainted by like for some people. And I think she's awesome. And I think she could really lead the franchise, but uh, it is weird that it see it appeared that the actors didn't like working with her. I, I think it was yeah, wrong. But I've deep dived into that. No, yeah, I've me deep too. dived into that. It's, yeah. I've seen so many interviews and so many, uh, culminations of all of her times with them if and... you go on instagram and just go onto the like search thing where it shows all the trending yeah. stuff it's almost all brie larson and like basically like either her like outfits because she's wearing like really expensive clothes or whatever and like for, for fashion showing it off and and marketing but like a lot of it is also just like everyone Everyone is just posting about her nonstop because she's she's so beautiful and so cool, and she's now just seen as this like very inspiring person, uh, especially after her win for Room, which was and she had that fucking awesome moment where she wouldn't um, read off uh, Casey Affleck's name, or she actually yeah. had to do it, but she didn't want to. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah, so that was fours all around. Yeah, Captain Marvel. All right, do you got the score? All right, Nick, uh, do you want to add them up? I think you just said that, and then we cut, and then we cut. I can fucking edit it again. All right, (laughs) but the joke is there. But it's a joke. (laughs) I hate you. Add it. Adding the ad the adding has been completed. Captain Marvel scores a sixty out of one hundred and five in our three man, uh, three person. uh, podcast and 74 for the winner wonder woman whoop, whoop. uh all right cool well congratulations wonder woman you did so well uh based on our <laughs> ratings uh we're gonna do a quick accolade <laughs> section we have culminated our accolades into uh like one one group effort we and we're gonna give them. these yeah we fuse the, like, them the voltron of mvp of who won these movies accolades. the future because it's female. And uh, LVP, men, your time's up. You're done, men. LVP, you guys sucked in each of these. You, you caused millions of deaths in World War One. Oh, we didn't even talk about Dr. Poison this whole time. Yeah, she sucks. Her future was not female. But she's female. Uh, she's but... 
She's a evil. And then and then men in Captain Marvel just like stop telling women to fucking smile. They have, they don't owe you anything. So God, like what can I just like, why? 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 Why is that ever something anyone ever says to I don't know, like, but why? I really like that they put I like the way they put it in the movie and I love the the whole like you don't let your emotions get the best of you, and at the end, she's just like, "Fuck you, dude." Yeah. Oh my god, it is that a funny is moment when he goes scene. Yeah. when he puts the gun away. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so proud of you." And I, I actually, I laughed when I. Yeah, I don't understand. No, it's a great moment. Either. Why it's do people moment. tell women to smile more? Because they want to con- control. I mean, okay, no, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was like they a, think it was that like they're a rhetorical owed a smile. question. I understand yeah. why that's coming. But. It's just such a dumb thing to say. So yeah, I agree. So, do we agree with the MPPs and LPPs? Um, yes. Anyways, uh, all-star team. We put together our favorite performances. This was pretty easy for these movies. Yeah, we didn't have a very long discussion here. We did uh, Gal Gadot, uh, uh, Chris Pine, Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, paired with his Flurgan, because that Flurgan killed it with him. And then fair, fair. Our, uh, one of our favorite actors, I think, ben. T- together, Ben Mendelsohn. Mm. Uh, Give it up for Ben Mendelsohn cool, making it cool all-star that team. Crees are just Australians. Yeah, just him. <laughs> Did the other ones not have Australian no, accents? No, I had a problem with it. <laughs> That's uh, that is really strange. Yeah, yeah. and then Six Man, we, uh, which is uh, who did oh, the sorry, most Skrulls, with the Kreese. least. Um, yeah, because Cree are all different too, different colors and everything, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Six Man, who did the most with the least? Uh, we put forth Lucy Davis, who plays the secretary in Wonder Woman, because she's pretty funny, and she's actually only in like three scenes. I thought she was more; she was in more of the movie. Uh, and then, and then Jaimon Hansu, who's a fantastic actor, and when he was in Guardians, he was like completely wasted, even though he has the one great moment where he's like, "Who?" When he's like, "Star Lord, man," and then later he says, "In," he's like, "Finally." Uh, anyways, uh, comeback player of the year, Ben Mendelsohn. Coming all the way Always. back, really versatile performance. It ended up being just so funny and cool. It was a great reveal. Do you have any uh, any other things you want to say about these movies, Layla? Not really. I think we covered a, a quite a quite a bit. Yeah. Um, just New territory. You know. Do you have any recommendations of things that other people should watch based on these, or just what you're watching? I mean, if people haven't seen Watchmen, they should see Watchmen. Oh, have you um, watched it now? The show? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's it's um, so it's something good. everyone should see. The Emmy nominations came out. They're dumb. But, like, they but got some a lot of, them of nominations. Were cool. yeah. yeah, some of them were cool. So definitely watch Watchmen if you haven't and you need a little bit of a fix for oh, something man. cool and like this. Regina King is so And Regina King is incredible. Cool. And, and so is Gene Smart. Um, yeah. Watchmen's amazing. I recommend that you watch the movie read the comic or just read the plot of what happens in the original comic before and it will you won't be as confused watching it not even though most of it gets explained it'll just make it a little bit easier to watch and i thought it was more rewarding that way too for sure and then uh i would also recommend the boys another great superhero tv show Mm -hmm. season two is coming out if you haven't seen season one and you love a little bit of like dark satire humor and superheroes and politics the boys is your jam i had some issues with the first season so i'm actually like excited i think that the second season is gonna be a lot better i think they could ride off of a lot of 
different things. So, and um, I loved the first season. No, I, I I liked it a lot. I just like <laughs> I didn't think it was amazing. Like like it wasn't like Watchmen level good. No, it's a yeah, different, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. It's but different. It's, it's, it's different, different. Different style. Yeah. Yeah. I also recommend if you want to watch like badass women. I really I just finished the show uh, Insecure and I loved it. And I think Issa Rae is like an absolute dominant force in Hollywood right now. And I love to see it. She's it's a really good show. I I really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to recommend this movie that Dr. Poison is in where she also has a mask. No, don't. It's a Pedro Almodovar movie. It's not good. The skin I live in. It looks really good. You might like it. I've watched a horror movie where Antonio Banderas is a bad guy. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's. I'm not a big Pedro Almodovar fan. He's got a great He's, Metacritic He bothers me. I noticed that when I was looking up who the heck she is. Yeah. Watch <laughs> it, and we'll discuss. Okay. Um, well, she puts okay. plastic on her face in that movie, too. Yeah. Good suggestion. Uh, oh, I actually, because Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck made uh, these movies, I do recommend Half Nelson uh, and Mississippi Grind, two movies that they made. Especially if you like Ben Mendelsohn, uh, Mississippi Grind is really and good. And you should. And if you and if you like Ryan Gosling, which you off. should, you should watch the and movie he got nominated for. Just uh, next week, we're going music. to be doing Jurassic Park versus Jurassic World. It's going to yeah. be so cool. Uh, very excited. We'll find a way. Uh, no, it's going to be a really good episode. Oh, so watch the, those. We should play the game on Friday. Yeah. We, oh, we should. Uh, it, we have stories to tell uh, when we do uh, Jurassic World so look out for that uh, Layla do you want people following you on Instagram you can if you want to they'll probably share me on their story so follow me if you want to check out um, your girl okay. at Leboo woo uh, um, yeah, well. yeah. yeah and then uh, you can follow <laughs> us on Instagram instagram.com slash facing off pod god damn it i'm gonna have to edit that um and then you could also find us on twitter uh nick has been posting his reactions to the movies that he's watching on twitter these so ones go weren't check fun, that out. So i didn't do it uh twitter.com slash facing off pod just look up facing off for both of those if you want to send us an email and tell us what you thought about these movies or if you have any suggestions for movies that we should do or if you want to tell us that our podcast is way better than the connect and how mad you are at the ringer for literally stealing our idea you could send us an email at facingoffpodcast at gmail.com no theirs is different so you can listen to both uh do you guys have a send-off i don't honestly you're a man yeah hey smile honey <laughs> oh my god and on that note <laughs> layla will be back yeah layla will be back often <laughs> Uh, I will just have to keep my mouth shut for the next one. Dave <laughs> doesn't tell anybody to smile. Layla will be back. Layla, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah.